ready for a new podcast. Come and experience the intrigue and tension of the new drama series, The Pentecostals, written by Apostle Martin Wilson. Step into a world filled with secrets, forbidden love, and the blurred lines between right and wrong. Join us on a journey that explores the complexities of human choices and the consequences they bring. The Pentecostals is a captivating drama that will keep you on the edge of your seat, questioning the boundaries of morality. Get ready for a tale that delves into the depths of human emotions, where reputations are at stake, and the pursuit of love can lead to unexpected twists and turns. Don't miss out on this gripping story that will leave you craving more. Stay tuned for the Pentecostals, where the truth is just a whisper away. The Kitchen In the warmth of their cozy kitchen, under the gentle glow of the overhead light, a mother and daughter sat across from each other, a tension hanging in the air like a thick fog. The mother, her expression etched with concern, broke the silence that had settled between them. I need to talk to you about something important, she began, her voice tinged with unease. It's about Bishop Wright. Rumors have been circling around, and they involve you. Her daughter, Angela, looked up in surprise. Bishop Wright. Mom, what are you talking about? There's talk, Angela. People are saying things about you and him. They're suggesting that you're more than just acquaintances. The mother continued, her eyes searching her daughter's face for some hint of truth. Angela shook her head in disbelief, a frown creasing her brow. That's ridiculous, Mom. Bishop Wright has been nothing but a mentor to me. Nothing more. The mother sighed, her fingers nervously drumming on the table. I know he's respected, but the amount of time you spend at the church period, it's raising eyebrows. I'm just worried about how this might reflect on you. I'm there for community service, not for Bishop Wright. Our relationship is purely professional, I assure you, Angela responded, her tone firm yet reassuring. The mother's face softened slightly, but the worry in her eyes didn't fade. I understand, but perceptions can be damaging, sweetheart. I don't want to see your reputation or our families affected by unfounded rumors. Angela reached across the table, taking her mother's hands in hers. I know you're concerned, and I appreciate it. But trust me, there's absolutely nothing inappropriate going on. The mother nodded slowly, her gaze lingering on her daughter's earnest face. I hope you're right. Just remember, your actions have consequences, not just for you, but for all of us. I'm aware, Mom, and I promise, there's nothing to worry about, Angela said, her voice filled with sincerity. They sat there for a moment longer, the weight of the conversation lingering between them. Finally, the mother gave a small smile, a silent acknowledgement of her daughter's words, and the tension in the room began to dissipate, replaced by the familiar comfort of their bond. The Interrogation A few days later, Angela found herself in her friend Rachel's apartment, her frustration bubbling over like a shaken soda can. She paced around the room, her voice sharp with accusation. This is some serious mess, Rachel. Words out about me and Bishop Wright. And I only spill to you. You've been running your mouth? Rachel, lounging on her worn-out sofa, looked up, shock painting her face. Girl, you think I'm out here gossiping about your business? I wouldn't do you dirty like that. Angela halted, her eyes drilling into Rachel. Then how's everyone talking? I trusted you, and now it's like I'm the talk of the town. Rachel's face softened, but her eyes were firm. I promise you, Angela, my lips have been sealed. You're my girl. I wouldn't throw you under the bus. Sighing, Angela collapsed into the only armchair, 
her anger fizzling into confusion. This is a hot mess, Rachel. Even my mom's on my case now, talking about family reputation and all that. Rachel scooted closer, her tone soothing. Look, this is rough, I get it. But I've got your back, we'll figure this out. Angela looked up, vulnerability flickering in her eyes. I just can't figure out who else knows. I've been low-key about the whole thing. They sat in a momentary silence, the distant city sounds a backdrop to their hushed conversation. Angela's mind was a whirlwind of thoughts, the weight of her secret love affair pressing down on her. Rachel reached out, her hand a comforting presence on Angela's shoulder. We'll handle this, no matter what. You're not alone, Rachel said, her voice steady and reassuring. As the night deepened, they delved into their conversation, piecing together theories and scenarios, unaware of the further complications that were yet to unfold in their entangled narrative of secrets and whispers. The Confrontation In the dim light of the apartment, Rachel turned to Angela, her expression shifting from confusion to concern. But for real, Rachel, you gotta be careful too. I mean, getting involved with someone like Bishop Wright, it's not just scandalous, it's messed up. He's a married man. Angela leaned back, her face a mask of contemplation. Yeah, I know, it's complicated and all kinds of wrong. But it's not like I planned any of this, you know. Rachel nodded slowly, her voice laced with seriousness. I get that it's complex, but girl, this could blow up big time. You're playing with fire here. Angela sighed, running her fingers through her hair. I know, I know. It's just when you're in it, things don't seem so black and white, you know. Rachel leaned forward, her tone earnest. But think about it. His wife, his family. And your reputation too. This kind of drama sticks. Especially with someone high profile like the bishop. Angela looked down, her thoughts swirling. I guess I haven't really thought about all the consequences. It just happened. Rachel reached out, her hand resting on Angela's. I'm just saying, be careful. This isn't just about heartbreak. It's about real-life consequences. You deserve better than being someone's secret. Angela nodded, a small smile of gratitude forming on her lips. Thanks, Rachel. I needed to hear that. I'll figure it out. I have to. The two friends sat in a comfortable silence, each lost in their thoughts, contemplating the complex web of emotions and consequences they were entangled in. As the night wore on, their conversation drifted to other topics. But the weight of Rachel's warning hung in the air, a reminder of the delicate balance they both were navigating in their lives. A few days later, Angela sat in her car, parked just outside her apartment building. Her phone was pressed to her ear, her voice hushed, but tinged with excitement. Hey bae, she whispered, glancing around to make sure no one was watching. Yeah, I heard your wife's out of town. On the other end of the line, Bishop Wright's voice was low and smooth. That's right, Angela. She's visiting her sister for the weekend. We have the house to ourselves. Angela bit her lip, a mix of guilt and thrill coursing through her. So, we're still on for tonight. Yes, I've been looking forward to this, the bishop replied, his tone suggesting a mix of anticipation and caution. But we need to be discreet, Angela. We can't afford any more rumors. I know, I know, Angela responded, her heart racing. I'll come over tomorrow night after church. Less chance of anyone seeing me. Good idea, Bishop Wright said. I'll leave the back door unlocked for you. Just come straight in. Angela nodded to herself, a sense of recklessness overriding her better judgment. Okay, I'll see you tomorrow then. See you soon, the bishop replied before ending the call. Angela sat there for a moment, the phone still in her hand, 
her emotions a whirlwind of excitement, anxiety, and a twinge of guilt. She knew she was treading dangerous waters, but the allure of the forbidden was too strong to resist. With a deep breath, she started the car and drove off, her mind already on the evening ahead. The Prophetic Warning As Angela ended the call with Bishop Wright, her phone rang again almost immediately. Glancing at the screen, she saw it was her mother. Taking a deep breath to steady herself, she answered, Hey mom, what's up? Angela honey, I've been feeling uneasy all day. Her mother's voice came through, laced with a deep worry. I had a vision, and I believe it's a warning from God. Angela, knowing her mom had a strong prophetic anointing, tightened her grip on the steering wheel as a sense of apprehension crept in. A vision? About what, Ma? It's about you, sweetheart. In my vision, I saw you walking into a storm. A storm you might not be able to walk out of, period. It felt like a warning. A call to be careful about your choices. Angela's heart skipped a beat. Her mother had always had a knack for sensing things before they happened. A gift she claimed was her prophetic insight. Mom, I'm fine. It's probably just stress from work or something. Angela tried to sound convincing, even as her mind raced with thoughts of her secret rendezvous with the bishop. Angela, this felt different, more urgent. I need you to be honest with me. Is there something you're not telling me? Something dangerous? Angela hesitated, the weight of her mother's words pressing down on her. No mom, really, everything's okay. I'm just tired, that's all. Her mother's voice softened, but the worry didn't leave it. All right, honey, but please, remember that your actions have consequences. Don't walk into a storm you can't handle. God's trying to protect you. Angela swallowed hard, a knot forming in her stomach. Thanks, Mom. I'll be careful. I promise. They exchanged a few more words before ending the call. Angela sat there in her car, her mother's warning echoing in her mind. She looked at the road ahead, torn between the excitement of the tomorrow night's plans and the ominous sense of dread that now hung over her. The Revival The next night, the church was abuzz with energy, filled to the brim for the revival service. The guest speaker, a renowned prophet from New York, stood at the pulpit, his voice resonating through the hall. Angela sat in the pews, her mind a whirlwind of emotions from the previous night and her mother's warning. As the service reached its climax, the prophet began the altar call, his eyes scanning the congregation. Suddenly, he pointed directly at Angela. Young lady in the blue sweater, God has a message for you. Angela's heart pounded in her chest as all eyes turned to her. She stood up hesitantly and made her way to the front. The prophet looked into her eyes, a deep knowing in his gaze. The Lord is showing me a crossroads in your life. You're entangled in something that's not of his will. There's a deception around you, and it's time to step into the light. The prophet spoke, his voice firm yet compassionate. Angela's eyes filled with tears, the weight of her secret threatening to spill out. She opened her mouth to confess, but then hesitated, the consequences of her words looming large in her mind. She remained silent, disciplined in her resolve to keep the secret. From the pulpit, Bishop Wright watched, his face a mask of worry and anger. His eyes were fixed on Angela, aware of the precarious situation they both were in. His reputation, his career, everything could come crashing down if Angela spoke out. The prophet continued to speak words of encouragement and warning to Angela urging her to make the right choices. The congregation watched, some in curiosity, others in prayerful support. After the service, Angela left the church quickly, her emotions in turmoil. The prophet's words echoed in her mind, 
a reminder of the dangerous path she was on. Meanwhile, Bishop Wright remained in his seat, a deep frown etched on his face, his mind racing with fear and frustration at the close call. The Confrontation After the congregation had dispersed, Bishop Wright approached the prophet, his demeanor a mix of authority and apprehension. The church was now quiet, a stark contrast to the fervor of the revival service. Bishop Wright, what can I do for you? The prophet asked, sensing the tension in the air. Prophet, Bishop Wright began, his voice controlled yet betraying a hint of defensiveness. I must say, I'm concerned about the prophecy you gave to one of my members tonight. It seemed quite personal. The prophet looked at him, his eyes reflecting a deep discernment. Sometimes, the Lord reveals things that are uncomfortable, Bishop. His intent is always to bring healing and restoration. Inside himself, Bishop Wright was consumed with paranoia, suspecting that someone within the church had been leaking information to the prophet. The revelation sent shivers down his spine, intensifying his fear of the impending exposure of his hidden sins. The web of deceit he had carefully woven was unraveling, leaving him with a sense of impending doom and a desperate need to protect his reputation at all costs. Wright, said to the prophet in an angry tone, bristled slightly. But to publicly call someone out like that, it's not how we do things here. It could cause unnecessary distress. The prophet listened, then spoke, his voice now carrying a solemn gravity. Bishop Wright, the Lord has shown me more than just the plight of that young lady. He's revealed a deeper issue, one that involves you. Wright's face hardened, raising his voice, he said, I'm not sure what you're implying, but I assure you, I lead my congregation with integrity. It's not about what I'm implying, Bishop. It's about what God is saying. He's giving you a chance to repent, for a sin that's hidden now, but won't stay hidden forever. The Lord is about to uncover what's concealed unless you turn from it. Wright's expression shifted to one of outright denial. You're mistaken. I have nothing to repent for in this matter. My conscience is clear. The prophet sighed, his demeanor unshaken. Denial won't change the truth, Bishop. God's grace is still available to you, but time is running out. I pray you heed his warning before it's too late. Bishop Wright, still in denial, excused himself quickly, slamming the door on his exit, leaving the prophet standing alone. As he walked away, the weight of the prophet's words hung heavy in the air, a foreboding echo of a truth he wasn't ready to face. The Angry Phone Call Two days later, Bishop Wright paced in his living room, comma, clearly upset. He had anticipated Angela's presence two nights ago after the service, and her absence, along with the lack of communication, was bothering him. Feeling a combination of annoyance and desperation, he picked up his phone and dialed her number. Angela, why didn't you come over? We had plans, he said, trying to keep his voice even. Angela's voice came through, tinged with a hint of regret. I know, but I just couldn't. After thinking about everything, it just didn't feel right. Bishop Wright's tone shifted, becoming more coaxing. Rachel, you're overthinking this. We have something special. Why pull away now when things are just getting interesting? Angela hesitated, her words laced with uncertainty. It's all happening so fast. I'm not sure if this is what I want. He sensed her wavering and pressed on, his words smooth and persuasive. Life's about taking chances, Angela. Don't let fear hold you back from experiencing something real. Angela was silent for a moment, torn between her intuition and his persuasions. I just need some time to think about all this, she finally said. There's no time, Angela. 
My wife will be back home soon. Don't let this opportunity slip away, he insisted, his voice filled with urgency and charm. Feeling cornered and confused, Angela acquiesced. Okay, I'll come over, but I'm still conflicted about this. After ending the call, Angela felt a heavy sense of despair. She knew deep down that her decision was a mistake. But the bishop's manipulative words had left her feeling powerless. As she made her way to his house, her heart was heavy. Burdened by the realization of her compromised values and the daunting situation she was stepping into. The Aftermath Six weeks after her fateful encounter with Bishop Wright, Angela found herself grappling with a shocking reality. The unease she had been feeling, the subtle changes in her body, it all led to one undeniable truth. She took a deep breath, her hands trembling as she picked up the phone and dialed his number. Bishop Wright, we need to talk. Angela's voice was tense, a stark contrast to the hesitancy she had shown before. What is it, Angela? The bishop's voice came through, laced with a casual indifference. It's serious. I'm pregnant, she said bluntly, the weight of those words hanging heavily in the air. There was a pause on the other end of the line. When Bishop Wright spoke again, his voice was strained, a mix of surprise and concern. Pregnant. Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. I just found out. We need to figure out what to do about this, Rachel replied, her voice firm despite the turmoil swirling inside her. The bishop was silent for a moment, his mind racing with the implications. Okay, let's meet and talk about this. We'll find a way to handle the situation. Angela agreed, ending the call with a heavy heart. She sat there, alone, feeling a mixture of fear, guilt, and uncertainty about the future. The reality of her pregnancy, and its implications, especially considering the bishop's prominent position, weighed on her like a ton of bricks. As she tried to envision what lay ahead, Angela knew that the road before her was going to be challenging and fraught with difficult decisions. The revelation of her pregnancy was not just a personal dilemma, but a situation that could unravel many lives, including her own. What's next? As the chapter draws to a close, Angela's world is shrouded in uncertainty and fear. Unbeknownst to her, Bishop Wright's deceit runs deeper than she could imagine he has other women entangled in his web of lies, a fact hidden from her naive eyes. Tormented by her predicament, Angela seeks solace in a conversation with her friend Rachel. I don't know how to break this to my mom, she confesses, her voice a mixture of dread and anxiety. She's going to be so disappointed, so hurt. Her friend Rachel listens, offering support but no easy solutions. Your mom loves you, she'll be there for you, no matter what. Little do they know, the truth is already unfolding in a divine manner. That very night, Angela's mother is visited by a revealing dream, a vision that lays bare the truth of her daughter's situation. She awakens with a heavy heart, the burden of knowledge now hers to bear. Meanwhile, Bishop Wright is lost in his own tumultuous thoughts. The news of the pregnancy sends him into a spiral of desperation. In his darkest moments, he even entertains a heinous thought the possibility of having Angela taken care of, meaning killed. His mind flirts with this sinister idea, a testament to the depths of his moral corruption. As the chapter ends, the stage is set for a tumultuous unfolding of events. The interplay of secrets, lies, and divine revelations promises a complex web of drama and moral conflict in the chapters to come. Angela, caught in the eye of the storm, must navigate her way through this labyrinth of deception and danger her journey far from over.